Drivers, start your engines! It's time for the fastest hour of radio. Southern Race Week with your host, William Barber. Well, race fans, it is NASCAR weekend at Atlanta, and I am so excited because finally, after many years of only having one race a year, we now have two. That's right, two races coming to Atlanta Motor Speedway. And this weekend, it is the Quicker State 400 uh, presented by Walmart. And I am so happy that we are a part of the program because not only is it the Quicker State 400, but there's a Credit Karma 250 with two races going on on Saturday. So let's get right to it. The man that sets a high atop the most important pit box in the entire world, the guy that keeps us all straight, square, fast, and furious, and that is none other than Alfie. What's up, bro? How you doing there, William? Glad to be with you, back with you again this week. Another special jam pack edition of Southern Race Week Radio, along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. As you mentioned, we're getting ready for race weekend out there at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Although, if you're listening to the podcast right now, we you just missed the weekend. But you missed it. You missed you it. You missed it. But uh, I'm going to be out there at the track. You'll be out there at the track as well, William. So if you check our Facebook page. I'll be doing some great uh, live Facebook live videos and try to see if I can get some drivers out there and uh, get some behind the scenes, maybe a pit stop or two and all of that. So uh, make sure you check out the Facebook uh, page for Southern Race Week as I'll be doing some Facebook live while I'm at the track uh, Saturday and Sunday, William. Yeah, and it's going to be a great time because, you know, now race fans more than ever, they're ready to everybody, period, is ready to get back out and do stuff. Uh, you know, concerts are happening and everybody is ready. It's a sellout, our, you know, full capacity crowd available at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Uh, there's still some great seats available for Saturday and Sunday and the best part is that uh, there's jam-packed entertainment. So you're not just going to see a race. There's going to be entertainment outside the track, inside the track, and the campground. There's going to be entertainment Friday night, Saturday night. And I'm telling you, uh, Alfie, you can't ask for more because Atlanta Motor Speedway has learned uh, out of everything that's gone on over the years, Atlanta Motor Speedway and Brandon Hutchison, who we have on the show today, who out of all the people in racing that, that, that I know is a general manager and everything else came from being an event manager and event director. So he understands that race fans want to have more to do than just races. They want to have plenty of things to do. So he's got a jam packed lineup. I know we're going to talk to him. I'm going to talk to him a little bit later on and you've got a dynamic lineup for the rest of the show. Uh, that's right, William. As you mentioned, Brandon Hutchinson will be on, and then we'll speak with Doug Turnbull from the Performance Racing Network. And then also, how about this, Austin Bill from Dawsonville. That's what? right. The driver of the number nine car in the SRX series. Uh, Bill Elliott will be joining us as well to talk about his participation in that series and how proud of he is of his son, Chase, uh, defending NASCAR Cup Series champion and all that he's done so far in his very young, illustrious uh, career. So uh, looking forward to another star-studded, jam-packed episode of Southern Race Week Radio, William, along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. 
And there's still ways that uh, you can be involved with the show. Make sure you check us out on your favorite radio station or your favorite podcast location. And understand, if you're not tuned in, then you can't win. Because in a couple of weeks, we're going to tell you how you could win $5,000. Part of $5,000 worth of free groceries from Food Depot. We're going to have 20 winners at $250 a piece. Let me make sure we get that clear. Okay, so 20 20 winners at $250 a piece. That's going to be our next promotion. Hey, this is Brandon Jones, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to this edition of Southern Race Week right here. We're getting ready. It is NASCAR weekend in Atlanta, and as always, we are so excited because, as you know, Atlanta Motor Speedway sits in our back door, and it wasn't until this man, the new head honcho, come in that he changed all the locks on the back gates. So now I don't have a way to sneak in the track and test out my cars. So, ladies and gentlemen, let's bring the guy on who's making it happen, who's changed the track to green, literally the walls and the start-finish line, too. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome General Manager Brendan Hutchinson. Brandon, welcome to the show. WB, thank you for having me. And listen, don't mislead your listeners now. We did take the back gate key from you, but we gave you that key to the front door. Did you already lose it? Uh, no, 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 no. I got the I got the key to the front door. It's just the key to the front door. I can't drive my car through that that door. You know what I'm saying? It's like I like I've been able to sneak in. You know, every time I'd come out with a new Corvette, you know, uh, I'd go over to Bellamy and say, "Hey, uh, let me take this thing over there, take some pictures at Atlanta Motor Speedway and driving around." You know, you, back in the day, you before you got into the, the big management role that you're in now, and we're going to talk about NASCAR weekend, I remember when you would say, hey, come on, follow me. Get in your car, and you follow me, and you drive the pace car, and I drive my car, and we did laps around the track and scared me to death. Well, but back back then, we were both sneaking out onto the track. You just didn't know it. So. <laughs> exactly, 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 exactly. Brandon Hudson, Atlanta Motor Speedway, you and your team have been working diligently to get the track ready because heavens knows you and the guys and gals at Atlanta Motor Speedway have been busy and 20 2021 i probably dare to say it's the most active season that you've had in quite some number of years and not in not to count the nascar races being two this year but with all the other activities you practically have rebuilt the infield and now have it to where nascar fans are going to be seeing green as we get ready for the quaker state 400 presented by walmart Listen, WB, we have not put our, taken our foot off the gas since the Folds of Honor Quick Trip 500 in March. Since that time, we've hosted three nights of Supercross, four shows of Monster Jam, an American Flat Track Race, 12 graduations for the seniors of 2021, and a host of other events, a state fair. It has been wide open around here, but that's like we, that's the way we like it, right? It, we've been as busy as we've been in the 26 years that I've been here, and we are more than excited for this weekend's Quaker State 400 presented by Walmart. Back open to full capacity, going to be a big time. Now, contrary to popular belief, a lot of folks have uh, been thinking, well, maybe there's not tickets available, but there are still some great seats available for Saturday and Sunday's race. Is that not correct? 
overcome is the key word there, right, WB. Right, right, right. You know, our fans have spoken loud and clear, and they're excited about the second race at Atlanta Motor Speedway, probably more excited than we are at this point. Tickets are going fast, but yeah, you can go to atlantamotorspeedway.com and pick a ticket package that works best for you and your family. Come on out and join us. Like I said, we're back to pre-COVID conditions here at Atlanta Motor Speedway. We're looking forward to a fun weekend. There's a lot of things that got added to Atlanta Motor Speedway that we did not get to showcase uh, following the 2019 uh, COVID situation. Uh, between bars, between great new viewpoints, standing places, uh, there's a lot of great things that y'all have added at Atlanta Motor Speedway to enhance the the, the race fans' experience. Tell me about some of those favorite ones of yours. I know they're all favorites, but I mean, you know, tell me about a few. You know, we're in the entertainment business. So anytime we can make the experience better for our fans, that's exactly what we want to do. We've added drink rails in some of our grandstands. We've added drink holders in some of our other grandstands. We've added over 200 HD TV. So when you get up from your seat and go get that cold Coca-Cola or have to go to the restroom or go to the souvenir stand to buy some merchandise, you're not going to miss a second of the action. We've added phone chargers on concourse. We've added drink rails on concourse. We've added the bootleggers bar, which you referred to as a 360-degree open-air bar that overlooks the track. So you can go sit down, have a bite to eat, maybe grab a drink, and and watch the race play out in front of you. You know, as you know, Friday night, we're going to have the Camper Fan Appreciation Cookout with Jeb and Brandy Burton down in the Legends Campground at the Gathering Place. We've added bocce ball courts. We've added cornhole boards. And these are real deal. These aren't wooden cornhole boards. We've we've actually cast them in concrete. It's going to be a big time for our fans. We've added Wi-Fi in the Bruton Smith Park area. So just a ton of stuff. And, and we've added our champions uh, wall of honor. We're going to place banners in the champions concourse area to honor the champions that called Georgia home the year of their championship. So we've got two banners going up for Tim Flock. We've got one banner going up for Bill Elliott. And, of course, we've got one banner that's going to be displayed on the pre-race stage before it goes up for the 2020 champion, Chase Elliott. Now, if you're just joining us here on this edition of Southern Race Week, whether you're on your favorite radio station or favorite podcast location, we want to uh, encourage you, go to atlantamotorspeedway.com. While there still are some great seats available, a few still left available, you need to make sure you get your tickets and get them now because, let's face it, Brandon, uh, starting Saturday night or Saturday, you're going to have literally, you know, the truck series, the Xfinity series, and the Legends program, which I know you were very crucial uh, in helping uh, Ken Reagan get that program started years ago. Uh, and uh, I'm telling you, it's exciting to see the Legends program back on. And then Saturday night, you're going to have a concert out there with uh, Aaron Hudgens performing out there for the uh, the campers out in the uh, the new the new area for uh, Camper Entertainment. Yeah, you know, we've got the Credit Karma Money 250 on Saturday at 3.30, the Xfinity Series race. On Sunday, of course, we've got the Quaker State 400 presented by Walmart. Prior to the racing on Sunday, we've got a pre-race concert by, by Breland, which if you haven't heard of Breland, Google him. Go listen to some of his music. We know our fans are going to love it. And no more just 
calling the drivers to their cars, they get in and go racing. We're actually going to have a pre-race stage. We're going to have the drivers come out, go across, be introduced, get in the Chevrolet Silverados, take a lap around the track so all of our fans get to see the drivers up close and personal. Again, it's about experience for us, and we want to do everything we can to make sure our fans have the best experience possible if they choose to come to Atlanta Motor Speedway. Breland, y'all go check him out because he he is great. And the tickets that you have for Sunday's race, you know, you can you may be sitting in the Elliott Grandstand, you may be sitting over in the Champions or whatever, but you give a chance to the race fans to come up close and kind of stand in front of the stage and right there at the start finish line so that they can see the pre-race concert. So they don't have to necessarily sit in their seat, but eventually they will need to go there. But that's a cool deal. Yeah. I tell you, one of the great things about Atlanta Motor Speedway is we've got great views of the entire track from any of our grandstands. But you're right, WB, you can go down onto the track for just $39 with a pre-race track pass and you can be right stage front for the Breland concert. You can stay down there for driver intros. It's a fun time. Great way to create memories with your family. And listen, not only are the grandstands open to 100%, the infield's open to 100% for camping. All of our campgrounds are open to 100% as well. So we hope that a lot of people choose to come out here this weekend, have a big time with their family. Looks like the weather is going to cooperate. Everybody's watching Hurricane Elsa. She's going to get out of here. The weather's going to be great. And uh, we're looking for a good time. Well, I tell you what, Brandon, we have been uh, anticipating the return of two races at Atlanta Motor Speedway. And then after this weekend, as we get ready to, to kind of slow things down just a little bit, well, I want to have you back on in a couple of weeks or maybe, you know, uh, to talk about the, the reconfiguration, the, the, the enhancements that have, uh, that you've done to the outside of the track. But now you're getting ready to do some, some changes to the surface itself. We'll talk about that. The next time but again brandon let's remind folks if they want to get tickets where's the best place for them to go to atlantamotorspeedway.com wb it's just as easy as that get online see which ticket package works best for your family remember kids are free on saturday Kids are only 10 bucks on Sunday. Great deal. Hopefully a lot of people will come out and join us for the Quaker State 400 presented by Walmart race weekend. The second race weekend at Atlanta Motor Speedway in 2021. I'm Jacqueline Drake with the Cars Tour, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. All right, welcome back to this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. It's Alfie continuing on with this brand-new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast. As we have reached race week here at Atlanta Motor Speedway, the Quaker State 400, presented by Walmart for the second time as the Cup Series returns to Atlanta Motor Speedway. Very excited for that. And also uh, 100% capacity. Everything's going to be open up. The grandstands and camping is still available. So if you want to get your tickets and get your campsite taken care of, just go to AtlantaMotorSpeedway.com and they'll be able to take care of all your needs for tickets and campground sites as well. But uh, big news Coming out of Atlanta Motor Speedway, besides race weekend coming up this weekend, of course, the Performance Racing Network will have all the coverage of the Xfinity race on Saturday and the Cup Series race on Sunday. And one of the many voices you will hear bringing action from the Performance Racing Network at AMS this weekend is joining us right now on the Food Depot hotline. So let's on over there and introduce to you, ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Mr. Doug Turnbull. Oh. Man, 
I gotta, I gotta prepare for that next time. You know, I, every time you do it, I gotta prepare for it. I hope everybody had their earmuffs on there. So no, I, I really appreciate the big intro, Alfie, and it's always great to be on. You were at the press conference um, that was held recently to make the announcement of this big configuration repaving of Atlanta Motor Speedway. This is something that uh, has been talked about over the last five years or so as, as far as if it was going to happen, whether it was not going to happen. You were at that press conference. Uh, can you tell us a, bit, a little bit about what you took away from the announcement from Brandon Hutchinson and everyone else yeah. there at AMS? Yeah, Brandon Hutchinson, who's AMS's general manager and executive vice president, and then Steve Swift from Speedway Motorsports Incorporated, who well, has overseen the different track transformations and some of the radical ones that have gone on, like the Charlotte Roval and Bristol Dirt Race. He's their uh, head of development and operations, essentially. And the speculation was rampant about something more. I think the rumor, the thing that people seem to want the most, because there was even a rendering that came out that, whether accidentally or on purpose, had the old pre-mid-1997 Atlanta configuration, that was a true oval, was out. I think a lot of people thought they'd take the kink out of the front straightaway and make it a true oval again in hopes of maybe improving the approach to turn number one. Uh, and, and making it more racy. That's that's what a lot of uh, diehard, old-school racing purist fans wanted. What they got was the dog leg stays, the banking in the turns goes for 24 to 28 degrees, the transition in the turns also have a sharp incline put into them, too, to make it transition for the straightaways better. And the racing surface, to me, this is just as radical, to keep the infrastructure at the track the same without making it so the, the rows can't see what's going on in front of them. The infrastructure it has to stay the same day by made it so the track surface of the turns is going to decrease dramatically from uh, it'll be, let's see, in the turns before it was 55 feet. Now it's just a 40-foot racing groove there. And the idea is by raising the banking, the cars can max out their speeds and not have to let off the throttle, and it'll create pack racing. Now, in the initial about half-hour press conference, they didn't ever mention the words Daytona or Talladega, I don't think. But a little bit later on, you know, we got to do some breakaways, and I asked uh, Steve Swift, I said, hey, so – this good, y'all are going for pack racing. Is this going to warrant having a different package like Daytona and Talladega do now for the super speedway deal that used to be a restrictor play? And he said, we're not, you know, this wasn't designed to have its own package, but the racing that, it, that takes place at those tracks, we're looking for something similar here, although we want this to be a truly unique mile and a half. And that was what kept getting thrown around, Alfie, was they wanted this to be something that wasn't done before in a mile and a half racetrack. Racing purists love the idea of what Atlanta is now, or maybe what it is a few, what it was a few years ago. Ra- racing purists, and I'm not saying that pejoratively at all, uh, like what Homestead is now, where it's managing tires and multiple grooves and running the top and all that. They wanted to do something in Atlanta that hasn't been done before. And I must say, Alfred, despite the promises of the low downforce and, and or the uh, excuse me, low horsepower, high downforce package, creating pack like racing, that never materialized. But they're taking a big swing at it here in Atlanta with hopes that it does a similar thing come March of 2022. And the other big announcement out of there, they pretty much said they're definitely having two dates of 2022 with hopes of that going forward. Speaking with Doug Turnbull here, the Performance Racing Network, as we discuss race weekend at AMS and also the major announcement of major changes coming to the track in 2022. What are your thoughts and do you think this could help in and also with the next gen car next year? Do you think this is going to be something that's going to help racing, or is it something that we're not going to know until we get there in March and, and see what happens? Well, look, I mean, I think that I, I like the overall culture of NASCAR overall and at Speedway Motorsports of thinking outside the box. And they said pretty much, and I'll answer the center of your question in a moment, but they said pretty much, both Hutchison and Swift said, that when they 
Marcus Smith, the head of the company, Bruton Son, right, did, said, you're not allowed to do just a repave here. You've got to do something more. And that's what took him to the drawing board of, of what do they do. They tested it in iRacing Sims for 10 months. But, again, the next-gen car hasn't been completely finalized. They don't have enough of a built to run in a pack, and they certainly haven't built a 28-degree racetrack to test it on. So it had to be done in Sims. The thing that was really controversial that came out of the meeting, they did get asked by a reporter, hey, did you consult with drivers? And and they said, well, no, we didn't talk to really to the drivers because although they did say that the Marcus Smith talks to the drivers all the time and relays information down to them, they didn't talk to the drivers themselves directly in designing it because drivers want something different than what the casual fan wants. And I, I got to admit this, as much of a racing purist as I like to be, when I hear casual fans talk to me about Atlanta, my wife went to a race there before she met me, all right? And she just saw cars and circles spread out for a long time. Uh, you know, I, I know more diehard race fans that go, and they tell me how much more they've enjoyed going to Talladega because it's packed in a giant pack, and it just has this buzz. And I, I'm not, that's not an endorsement for me. That's just saying I've heard different views from people that have varying forms of racing knowledge and desire, and the eye test is what they're going for here. The race empirist says they know all this context. Drivers are wrestling these cars. The, but but the casual fan just sees what's in front of them, and it's cars going around. And if they're going around all next to each other, and, and maybe there's opportunities for a lot of passing and lead changes, and maybe even a big wreck or two, that creates something that that le- leaves a question unanswered. Kyle Larson dominated the spring race, and what saved that race was Ryan Blaney catching him at the end and making it interesting and winning. But but he led Kyle Larson did like eighty percent of the laps, maybe more, ninety percent. So and Kevin Harvick's done that several times too. Atlanta's looking for a different formula from that, so is SMI, and they're going to get something different. I just don't know if it'll be exactly what they expect or not. Well, Doug Turnbull will be at AMS this weekend, Saturday and Sunday, covering the Xfinity race and the Cup Series race as well. Mr. Turnbull, if our listeners want to follow you on social media, keep up with all the racing news and info, uh, where can they go to follow you, sir? Best things on Twitter, at, at Doug Turnbull, like a left turn in a male cow. And <laughs> This is Kim Coon from MRN, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. All right, welcome back to this brand-new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio for you along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. It's Southie. Continuing on with this brand new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio as we get set for race weekend at Atlanta Motor Speedway for the Quaker State 400 presented by Walmart. So excited to get out to the track for a second time here in 2021. And my next guest here has a little bit of experience racing at Atlanta Motor Speedway. In fact, he's raced along many, many tracks in the NASCAR Cup Series He's also won the championship back in 1988 in the NASCAR Cup Series. Ladies and gentlemen, let's head on over to the Food Depot hotline and welcome in Mr. Bill Elliott. Mr. Elliott, uh, thank you so much for taking time to join us this week on uh, Southern Race Week Radio, sir. Hopefully you're having a, a fine afternoon. Yes, yes, sir. So far, uh, everything's going well. Looking for a, a good weekend this weekend in Atlanta. Will, but you know, I'm I'm kind of sitting on the sidelines each day, just kind of watching and seeing how things go. Well, you have a reason to watch now, uh, Chase uh, Elliott, your son. I mean, you have to be super proud of him. He won this uh, this past weekend. He seemed to be dominating in the the series as far as road courses go. A lot of his wins on the road courses. A, a championship last year. You're the third father and son duo to accomplish that feat. So before we talk about what's going on with you and everything going on in your career, sir, uh, as a father looking at a son who is doing so well in the series, 
tell me how that is for you, kind of living vicariously through him right now. Well, I mean, I'm I'm proud for him. You know, he's carved his own way and he's done a good job. And I think um, he's done way more than I ever expected that we'd ever get to just from the standpoint it's so hard to break into the sport. But he's done a great job. He's a great kid. He's uh, He works hard at it. And, you know, this year's kind of been a tough year for him. They've, they've run good a lot of places, but yet had some, you know, had a few ups and downs. But, you know, hopefully they can get the season, you know, turned back around here for, especially when it gets down to the last 10 in the championship. Let's talk about you, Mr. Elliott, because right now uh, you are racing the XRX series. Um, the last time you raced in the NASCAR Cup Series uh, was uh, was the Coke Zero 400 back in Daytona in 2012. So I don't know if you've been doing some racing since then. I haven't seen you, but I got to tell you, it's been very exciting to watch you race in the SRX Series and another cool thing about it is I have two young sons who are big uh, Chase Elliott fans. So when we watched the first SRX race, they saw the number nine car and they saw Elliott and they thought that Chase was driving and I had to explain to him, no, 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 it's his dad, Bill Elliott. So then they started asking questions about you. I showed them some of your old races from back in the day and it kind of gave us a little bit of a bonding thing where, you know, I, I was cheering for you back in the day and now my kids are cheering for your son so to be able to be a part of this series and race with some of the biggest names in NASCAR, IndyCar, uh, short track gurus as well, uh, and to race for in front of all these fans of these awesome tracks and facilities, what has it been like for you to be a part of this series and and seeing how much uh, attention it has garnered here over the last few weeks that you guys have been racing? Oh, it's been fantastic. I mean, I've enjoyed the fellowship with the with the other drivers from the different series, and I think that's been been very much fun and you know, the different personalities and the way the guys are still very competitive. It's been good. Everything's, everything's rocking and rolling. And, uh, you know, we're, we're getting down to the kind of, you know, six weeks isn't too bad to, to commit to something. I hadn't had very good luck. I, I, had, to, well, I had neither finished. I hadn't finished a race till Saturday night. And that was my worst finish. So, I mean, it's just kind of been an up and down year for me. And, um, uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Now, when they approached you about participating in this series, uh, what were your first thoughts? Were you apprehensive at first, or were you pretty much gung-ho as soon as they came and asked you about it? Yeah, I was a little apprehensive at it at first. I mean, because, you know, the first thing is, you know, you hadn't been in this kind of deal in a long time, and to, to write, to commit to six straight weeks, especially when you've been out of it as long as I have, it's hard to do, and... But like I said, I've enjoyed it. I've enjoyed the, you know, getting out, meeting the fans in the area you hadn't been to in a while or hadn't been to at all, and uh, that's that's been probably the most fun. And you know, running some of the dirt surf stuff with those guys that's that's been a ball as well. So it just gives you a, a mix of a lot of different places, a lot of different things. Speaking with Bill Elliott here on Southern Race Week Radio as we talk about the SRX Series, which is uh, Mr. Elliott is currently participating in as they got a, a couple more races to go here. And uh, one of the yeah. announcements that recently uh, came out was that Chase is actually going to be involved in the uh, season finale race that will be at Nashville. So um, I know you're a very competitive man. I know your son's very competitive. Going head-to-head -head with your son, how are, you, are you looking forward to that? Or, or has there already been some trash talking going on? No, I mean, he pretty much kicked my butt. I mean, I raced against him on a short track 
down in Alabama about 10 years ago, and uh, we were down there for a race weekend. He had a backup car, so we unloaded the backup car, and I drove it. He pretty much kicked my butt then, too, so I don't expect anything any different. But, um, yeah, he's a, he's a good he's a good racer, a tough racer, and uh, he'll be hard. He's, run, he's won at Nashville a good bit in the past. He'll be hard to beat. Now, the popularity of the series, it seems that every venue you've been to, it's sold out. The television ratings seem to be doing very well. Uh, are you surprised with the success of the series so far, or, or what were your thoughts of as far as the popularity, if people were going to come out and watch you guys? Well, it's hard to say because, you know, when you first when they first started talking about this, this program, it's like, you know, Ray Everham approached me about it, and Ray and I have been good friends for ever since I drove for him 20 years ago. And uh, he's been a, you know, he's always been a good supporter, and, you know, I feel like with what he's put into it and the effort that, that he and Tony and, and all the guys put into it. It's been a lot of fun, and I've enjoyed it. It's it's been it's been a lot of fun racing these guys. It's it's hard to you know you go to different tracks, and there's going to be you know there's going to be guys stronger and weaker at different places, and it's fun to kind of watch that as it unfolds during the weekend. And you know, the, like I said, the fans have well received it. I think the I think it's something that could grow into something down the road you know, and maybe a, a little different deal. I know it's tough on the guys working on the cars because it's, it's six straight weeks, but we, we've had a good time doing it. Now let's uh, switch over to race weekend in Lenameter Speedway, the uh, Quaker State 400 presented by Walmart going on this weekend. And the track is going to be doing something uh, very special to to immortalize the Georgia NASCAR Cup Series uh, champions as they'll be unveiling uh, four banners, uh, two of them for Tim Flock, one for yourself, and then also they'll be uh, unveiling one for your son Chase as well. So tell me how a great it'll be and an honor it'll be for those the banners to hang up there at Atlanta Motor Speedway so uh, uh, everyone will, will recognize and appreciate those Georgia drivers that have won a, a cup championship, which is, as you said, very difficult to do. Well, it'll be very special. You know, the only, the only funny thing about Atlanta is, you know, I had a grandstand on the back straightaway named after me, but they ended up tearing them down, you know, and it's like, now, man, that didn't work out very well, did it? <laughs> So the only grandstands ever had named after me, they tore them down. So maybe they'll keep the championship banner up for a while. So we'll see. Well, I'm sure they'll keep it up there for a long, long time. And hopefully Chase can continue to win some championships and add some more banners there, uh, Mr. Elliott. Uh, we we really appreciate your time, sir. I know the SRX series will be going on this weekend. Uh, CBS Sports carrying all the coverage on the television. Go to and uh, just go to Google, type in SRX series, and get all the information and the details. Uh, Mr. Elliott, once again, thank you for your time for joining us this week on Southern Race Week Radio. Uh, good luck to you for the rest of the season, and hopefully we'll see you soon, my friend. Great week. This is John Roberts from FS1, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. Welcome back, race fans, as we narrow down to the final few minutes here on Southern Race Week. We want to thank y'all for taking time to tune in, and if you want to get involved with the show, check us out on Southern Race Week on Facebook at facebook.com slash southernraceweek. You can check us out on Twitter at SRW Radio, or you can check Alfie out at Alfie underscore 19 on Twitter, or you can check me out at WB Radio Network on Twitter or me on Instagram at William Barber, a.k.a. WB, and we will get you up to speed and you can know everything that's going on. Now, we got to give a big shout out and thanks to Atlanta Motor Speedway for being our official, unofficial, official, unofficial 
home track. And Alfie, I don't know if you heard when Brandon Hutchinson admitted that he actually gave me a key to the front door at Atlanta Motor Speedway. I am no longer a back gate key hidden underneath the mat guy. I have a key to the front door at Atlanta Motor Speedway. Well, congratulations, William. That is good news to hear. And also thanks to Brandon Hutchinson for joining us on the program this week, along with Doug Turnbull and Bill Elliott for joining us this week. And don't forget the podcast will be available for you every Monday on iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. So you can go back and listen to this week's episode or take a listen to any of our previous episodes of Southern Race Week Radio, William. Don't forget now, every single week here on the show, we give you a chance to win prizes. Check out Southern Race Week whenever you see the checker flag flying or you see a like, share, and you could win. That's what you need to do. Until next week, folks, I'm William Barber, a.k.a. WB. I'm Alfie. Y'all have a great one. We'll see you at Atlanta Motor Speedway or the next race at a short track near you. See ya. Every girl crazy about it, shine past me.